can't get a game for free. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving it right. I might just pay the fee. She's cash free. She got a way of making the block free. Cash free. Can't get a game for free. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving it right. I might just pay the fee. She's cash free. And we're back. Man, y'all, I'd like to thank everybody for looking out for me last week. I was on vacation, and my intention was to go live from Washington, D.C. So I was in Washington, D.C., and I was going to go live there and do my show from there, but we had a few problems with the connection. So I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you're chiming in here at one point, motherfucking zero. I'm your host, Dr. Shep, and I'm coming back across the track once again, my friend. I walked on water. I walked on land. I got kings and queens that want to shake my hand. Who am I? The doctor. And welcome to this edition of One Point Motherfucking Zero. And as I told you before, we went to uh, Washington, D.C. And we checked all the landmarks, you know, the Lincoln's, you know, monument and all this here. And we uh, went to the uh, Black History uh, Museum that they just built by five to eight years ago, some, something like that, but it's fairly new, and uh, I got uh, footage from that, I'm going to share it with y'all tonight before we go into our podcast, so that that's me, uh, that was me in the uh, Black History Museum, they have all kind of exhibits, and it kind of goes in levels, you know, you actually have to plan your day <clears throat> to... Uh, ingest black history all day because uh like i said it's floors and and it goes in levels they start off from the uh the basic levels and hold on kim uh they, they start off on the basic level for where slavery you know first started and it kind of makes you angry because you know you, you've seen that before and the last time you've seen it it pissed you off so uh they kind of take you through like you know, the a progression of black people in their history. So, but the amazing thing to me was, you know, I'll see me there, you know, in front of the public enemy sign that, that was on a higher level when hip hop had a uh, begin and, you know, things were, were better. They were better to me because, you know, we were talking about who we were as a people and we had, we had that black pride, you know, we weren't like, uh, African symbols and stuff around our necks and red, black, and green. Malcolm X shirts. Y'all remember the Malcolm X shirts with the big X on the front? Had his face printed behind it, you know. So uh, it shows you kind of like a progression in their sense of uh, the progression of black history. Of you know. So um, the thing about it was, you can go ahead to the next picture, Kim. Y'all give a big shout-out to Kim, my producer. And big shout-out to my sister, Katie. She's my number one fan. Uh, this is what you're looking at. This is the Black History Museum in Washington, D.C. It uh, It's a beautiful building. It's very spacious. And uh, But the thing about it, um, when I went, you couldn't really, uh, you know, get to the exhibits because the amount of white people that were there, like, you know, they were there and they were crying in front of the exhibits. And I was like, what the hell did you crying for? How much cotton did you pick? 
How much, uh, you know, land did you lose? How much education did you didn't receive that got you crying like this? But they were crying because they were guilty, you know. Not to say that, you know, white people were a contributor to us, you know, being free or being freed. They were big contributors. Uh, matter of fact, the uh, Underground Railroad, most of the stops were at white folks' house. Can you dig it? So don't get me wrong here. But um, if you, if as you, us as black people, if you want to go see your own history, you should be able you know, to walk freely. <laughs> Without encountering any white folk. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't just regular white people, American white people. It was Russian white people, Yugoslavian white people, white people that we don't know where they from. You know, it's all kind of, you know, it's a category of white people in a way. And that was only the, that was the only downside besides the first floor. The first floor will make you angry because it reminds you of what happened during slavery. But my thing was, is that if you build a black history museum in this day and time, when um, our history is being more revealed every day and we find out who we are and who we were and who we associated with and what's our bloodline, a black history museum should look differently nowadays. It shouldn't just consist of Martin Luther King and, you know, uh, exhibits about the bus, you know, that you couldn't sit in front of. We should, uh, even history should have been progressed by now because we found out that we've done all kind of things. And the fact that they uh, make slavery look like the number one reason that us black people are here is 100% wrong. Because black people were here a whole thousand years before Columbus supposedly set sail. So when you build a black history museum, you should uh, include these things now. You should include all the history that's been left out. Not just, you know, put it in a big building like you see there. And... uh put up some nice neon lights and all that and then show me the the same history that I've known since I've been aware that I was on this planet. Black History Museum should have changed by now. And uh, even though this uh, museum had at least three levels, four levels, I think it was three or four levels. It should be like 25 levels. It should be an actual, you know, tall building if you're talking about black history. Because uh, the fact is that every all the history that it is, it's a history of uh, people of color. Now, we're not racist here on this channel, and we're not outrageously uh, silly. But uh, the truth is, you know, white people ain't never uh, created nothing but uh, war and slavery and things of this nature. But they never really contributed 
to what society is and what our world is, but we have all the major things that uh, they get, they took credit for Benjamin Franklin and all them cats. We had been doing that back in the pyramids. We had light bulbs in the pyramids. So this is just a, a building that we read. I'm not going to draw it out, but we can go on to the next one, Kim. Let's see what we got. I really enjoyed myself in D.C. It was a beautiful place. But this is what I want to tell y'all. Now, this is a, a sculpture of uh, Martin Luther King. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. But this is a sculpture of Martin Luther King. And it's a nice sculpture or whatever. And, uh, but this is what I want to say. Uh, I'm a 70s child, so... I'm 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 big on James Brown and all the you know all the old school cats you know, uh, H. Rap Brown you know dot dot did it dot dot dash I'm I'm one of them cats and then uh Felicia Shepard is my sister and she's very uh up on it so I know a few things so what I'm saying is <laughs> that I thought Washington D.C was a a black city. That's what they told me. You know, it's supposed to have been blacker than uh, Atlanta. And uh, that's what I was looking for. I went there looking for, you know, the level of blackness that Washington, D.C. was supposedly to be on. Mm-hmm. And they actually told me that there was a ghetto behind the White House. And I wanted to go and see that ghetto behind the White House. Not just to see it, but to be able to confirm. Because they said, man, it's a ghetto, you know, feet. They didn't say miles. They said feet from the White House. So I took it upon myself to go research this. So we went to the White House. And uh, I think we walked on all sides of it. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you that there is no ghetto behind the White House. But I'm going to tell you what you can find. You can find Starbucks. You can find a Marriott. You can find, uh, you know, uh, Louis Vuitton suits and hats. Yes. If there was a, a, a black community behind the White House, they are no longer there. They have been gentrified. Yes, they have. If that was a black neighborhood that I was walking through behind the White House, that is the safest, most secure feeling place I ever been. I ain't lying. And the thing about it, they gentrified it, and the white people have adjusted to the uh, indi- you know, indigenous people that were there before. If they still left, you know, you have bombs still out there and stuff. And, you know, you still got cats that hang out in front of the store, but it's designated stores, you know, on the low end of the gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> See, you got to know, you know, if you live there, you got to know, you know, where you gentrified it. You still got hot spots, but 
far as it being a black community with everybody, you know how it is. Gas stations everywhere, churches everywhere, you know. Gambling in the in the corner stove, you know. It wasn't like that. I didn't see that. But we did ride through the hood. And we knew it was the hood just by the, you know, terrain. But we did not see no black people in the yard. We did not see no barbecue pits. We did not see Negroes out with their pants hanging down with their flag out their back pocket. No, we did not. So Washington, D.C., if it was black, then uh, it's on a decline. <laughs> okay, but that's that's the picture of Martin Luther King there. And it was a beautiful uh, sculpture. You know, I, I think they could have been a little bit more creative. But my thing was behind him are two other empty rocks that don't have sculptures on them. And my question was, who they plan to put on them? <laughs> who y'all plan to put on them other two rocks? <laughs> y'all just didn't put them. They wasn't needed. You know what I'm saying? They could put some trees there where them rocks at. And it'd been, you know, even more boot, you know, beautiful, whatever. But they put two other rocks there. I mean, they playing on <laughs> having two more murals for Negroes. That's my thought about it. But, you know, it's a good thing that they did it, whatever. Okay, we can go on to the next picture, Kim, so we can get my vacation over with. All right. That is my boy. Abriel, Abriel, <laughs> that's my boy, Abraham Lincoln. Now, we all know Abraham Lincoln for freeing the slaves, supposedly. As far as I see it, Abraham Lincoln freed us to be a freer slave. Because you still got to work for your food. You still got to produce a certain amount. Every hour on the hour, you still get punished if you don't show up to them cotton fields in the morning. So he just pretty much, you know, made slavery uh, commercialized. Yes. But, you know, he wanted to, you know, we say what we say about him. So I went and visited him. And he was still sitting in the same place he always been for the last 75 years. I think 100, 75, 100. He'd been sitting right there. But I got my opportunity to tell him that he was a lying bastard and I know what he did. <laughs> and then I, you see, I got my pipe there, right? And then I loaded my pipe with the best marijuana that 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 people can find. And I'm online, so I can't admit to no criminal activity. So use your imagination. And I told him just how I felt about what he did. But, you know, he was shunned just like he was. That's why he turned in a different direction on the lowest amount of money that we have available to us, the penny. And they turned the man in the, in the other direction. All the other presidents are facing, what, South? Yeah. Yeah, towards the sun. So all of them turned their back on Abraham Lincoln because, you know, he wanted to use us commercially. So I went and seen him, and there it is, right there. Now, right there with Abraham Lincoln. 
Let's go on to the next one and see what we got. All right. Now we're getting into it. Now, this was on an upper level in uh, layman's terms when niggas start doing better and speaking up for themselves. Ali, Black Panthers, uh, 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 Carmichael, and all these kind of cats, you know, they was on this floor, you know. And so I guess, you know, after they made you mad, they had to make you feel like somebody remind you who you were. So, you know, he had Ali up there, and that's my boy. Because Ali kept it real. He kept it absolutely 100. So I had to snap a picture with him. And we went on, you know, it was other cats up there. They even had Boosie Collins and the uh, mothership. I got pictures of Boosie Collins and the mothership. The actual mothership was there. I took a trip. They dropped me right back off where I was. So I ended up over there by Ali when they dropped me off. So I hollered at him. But that's that's the world's greatest right there, y'all. And um, like I said, the museum, it, it got a little better, as, you know, when you go up on each level. So let's go on to the next one. All right. Y'all already know what it is. Now, we were really on the level when we got to that. We were really on the level when we got to that fight the power, man. Y'all see I had on my black glove. And I, I, I packed that glove just for that <laughs> just for that photo shoot, you know, so I could fight the power for real. Peace out the public enemy, man. So that was that was the Washington trip. I have more pictures, and we got video and stuff. I want to share that with y'all for the ones that hadn't seen your, your great capital city of uh, Washington, D.C. But be informed. No need for an email. Washington, D.C. is no longer blocked. It is Yugoslavian. It is Russian. <laughs> it's definitely Asian and it's definitely Somalian. And uh, uh, what was the other? Uh, 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 and Ethiopian. Now, I don't know, uh, you know when that happened, but it is no longer black as they say there's no ghetto behind the white house there are very nice brownstones <laughs> and clean streets and don't you know man you can't even smoke in certain areas i got there and um you know i got medicine so i i smoke legally you know what i'm saying so what i say is not criminal i smoke legally but when i went to go take me a smoke break i there were thousands of people around. Nobody was smoking. I'm like, what's going on up here? They don't sell cigarettes in Washington, D.C.? And uh, turns out that you can't smoke in certain areas, you know. And he started naming off areas. And I'm like, hell, that's all the streets. Capitol, you know, uh, Washington, uh, and, uh, Fifth Avenue, Sixth Avenue. All this here you can't smoke on. But apparently I was... I was smoking, so <laughs> no, didn't, didn't nothing happen, but yeah, I was smoking, but that's Washington, D.C., man, I enjoyed my trip, we called it like a jazz band, it was very, very good, man, and we seen all the landmarks, and you know, we can scratch that off the list, it was a wonderful place, it wasn't what I thought it was, or it wasn't what I heard it was, but it was very nice, the food was good, and uh, 
I encourage you all to go see it if you have the ability to do so. Now, we got all my Washington trip over with. What y'all want to talk about? I want to talk about who is on the list. Now, what I mean by list, I don't mean just, you know, a certain thing. I mean, cross the board. Who is on the list, man? Now, they came out with the list of all the people that uh, had been on Mr. Weinstein's, uh, Einstein's plane. And what they did was they see they they took the frequent flyers. Now you had a few people that went over there that wasn't into all that. Now if y'all don't know about it, Einstein was a man who had this island, Weinstein Island. And uh, forgive me if y'all, I'm not saying it right, but I'm doing that on purpose because y'all know what I'm talking about. A uh, Weinstein Island, where they was doing all kinds of sorts of things with young ladies, kids, and whatever else so the list come out who were frequent flyers and uh, and it seemed like nobody was like really paying attention to that okay you had everybody on this list from R&B uh, icons to uh, A actors not B actors, not D actors, A actors. We talking about, you know, Hoffman and, you know, that old cat, uh, Tom Hanks and all these cats that y'all watch on your favorite shows, you know. They all on there. So my question is, why y'all ignoring that? They still had the Grammys. Was that the Grammys they just had? Or the Oscars or something like that? They still had that. Somebody chimed in because it was on TV. Are y'all still promoting their movies? Now, it's going to be hard. And people ain't going to like this because it wasn't me that said it. Their name is on the list. Y'all girl Beyonce is on there. How you feel about that? The Queen Bee is on the list as a frequent flyer. Plus one, her husband. Frequent flyers. To Weinstein, Young Girl Island. Now, I'm just going to deal with us first, not get to the other people. Guess who else on the list? Oprah Winfrey. Miss start a school in Africa herself, a girl school. Now, is that a coincidence? But she's a frequent flyer to Weinstein Island. Now, I'm trying to get, let me see who else on the list. Let me see if I can get somebody to help me. Uh, Kim, can you help me who on the list? Can you bring the list up? I need to know who on the list. I want everybody's name because I'm calling them out tonight. Because you got rappers and you got every genre of entertainment on this list. Not only that, you got every lawmaker, every law taker, every law, you know, people that back up the law. You got them on the list. Bill Clinton is on the list. His old lady is on the list. 
Now, this one going to hurt y'all. This one going to hurt you. B-Rock, Obama, and Michelle is on the list. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, we're going to get this list pulled up. We're we going to discuss this. Because y'all just ignoring it and it's going on. Like, okay, well, you know, no. It's exposed and we need to expose it. Because you people need to stop. Let's see who we got here. I think we uh we went to a fact check. Now, all these people right here, they on the list. All these people on the list. Now, I want you to take a good look at this. I want you to take a good look at that list. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see who we got here. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Donald J. Trump, he the first name on the list. Bill Clinton. Oh, man. Everybody on the list. U.S. Senators. Chris, Chris Tucker? Oh, no. Not Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker on the list. Oh, boy, look at here. Who else on the list? Is P. Diddy up in there somewhere? You mean P. Diddy Diddy didn't go to Weinstein Island? I mean everybody on the list. Now, for them, for them to uh, put all these people out publicly that they've been on the list, y'all got to understand something is happening here. This is a, a turning of the tide when 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 they uh turn over their own kind. When they start telling on each other, that's the turning of the tide. Out with the old and in with the new. Now they're giving y'all all these names and letting y'all know who was there. Barack was over there smoking Newport. Beyonce over there, you know. Doing her thing. Jay-Z, he been doing it. He should have went to jail with R. Kelly. That's for real. Not only him. It's, hey, the industry, this this is what the industry is. You know, I came up in the 70s, you know, and we had uh, the Sugar Hill Gang and all these kind of cats and Cool Mo D and Grandmaster Flash and all this here and all that, you know. And truth be told, them niggas, that were weird enough. Them niggas had perms and spikes around their neck and shit. So, you know, that was, that was weird to us. But that's that's where we came from. And it was an expression of yourself. And nowadays, man, the expression is just... It's about as crazy as, as it can get. And y'all been glorifying everybody that's been on that list, right? We all have. 
with the with the number of people and the the spread of entertainment that they provided for us, we all been affected by all those people that were on that list. Either we liked their movies and we quoted their uh lines from the movies and we uh catered our life by it. We seen nice houses that we wanted and we and we went and did that. It turns out we've been uh following a bunch of blood drinking kid raping uh you know, pedophiles, man. So what do that make us a product of? We're a product of that. Because every Christmas, y'all went and stood in line on Black Friday and fought for them TVs. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And every year they got bigger, shit, you got your ass in line and you fought for them just to bring this stuff to you a, a, a little bit bigger so you can see it real good and it can get you good. But everybody that's everybody is on that list. So what do we do about that, people? We just ignore it and then jump on Donald Trump being about to go to jail on Tuesday? Have they already put him in jail? They don't, they don't know if he's in jail yet. Yeah. Y'all gonna follow that story, huh? We just gonna ignore that they, uh, you know, shot down several UFOs in their words, whatever. We just gonna keep on right on going and just, you know, to the next thing. We in a spiral here, people. We gotta stop this spiral and look at something and be solid about something. All these years, and those actors that that are on there, those artists that are on there, those comedians that are on there, we've been following them for years. Just think to yourself how much stuff that you've repeated from movies in your own life. Shit. I can't go a day without quoting something from the Five Heartbeats. I can't go a day without doing something from Sling Blade. I can't go a day without doing something from The Mac or some movie that has influenced me, and you can't either. Because that's how you learned how to be how you are. It wasn't you going to college. It was you going to college, listening to the music, smoking the weed, hitting that snout. Drinking that MD twenty twenty, all that stuff that was fed to you that that's what made you. <laughs> Don't act like you did it yourself. And when you found yourself, most of the times you quit all that shit that they gave you. That made you the new you. You know what I'm saying? When you stop drinking, you stop smoking, you stop hanging out. All of a sudden you the new you. Why is that? Because you stop ingesting their bullshit. But they got us. They got us. And the thing about it, the very people that are, you know, putting these people out there, they made those people. They made Beyonce. They made Jay-Z. They made Oprah Winfrey. They made all these people. You mean to tell me that wasn't one single black woman that talked better than Oprah Winfrey or looked better or was in better shape or was... The, the complexion that is uh, accepted. You mean it wasn't none of them women out there when they made that black motherfucker? Yeah, it was. 
but Oprah Winfrey was willing to do what they what she done to us. A black woman when it filled her studio up with white women and gave them all cars at the end of her black ass show. And every black woman in America should have felt some type of way. But instead, y'all cried. Because Y'all thought y'all were the same women as them women that she gave. No, you were not. And y'all sit up and cried and wait, couldn't wait to the next episode. Some of y'all went at a cent for tickets because y'all thought she was going to get keep giving away shit. And she did. When y'all black ass showed up, she gave away some motherfucking, uh, you know, crawfish. <laughs> some crawfish and potatoes and corn. And uh, some eyelashes and a $50 gift card to Yang Sing's Hair Emporium off of uh, West Belford in Houston. <laughs> Oprah did y'all bad, man. But she's on the list, so don't y'all worry about it. Don't worry about it. She's on the list, and she's going to get taken care of. <laughs> so. My question to you is that in your life, what list are you on? Now, I'm gonna, uh, my sister Lisa, if you're watching, I'm going to represent you right quick. Are you on the list of niggas that still going to church when you know better? Are you on the list of niggas that still holding other niggas down? Are you on the list of niggas that's running around here killing other niggas? Niggas who are actually doing something with their lives. Uh, mothers and children who have nothing to do with what you got gwines on with Pookie because he uh, didn't pay you for that quarter sack of regular weed, nigga. You done took somebody's life over some regular weed, nigga. Are you on that list? Are you on the list of niggas that still think, you know, you OJ, you ain't black, you OJ? Okay. Are you on that list? Are you on the list of people that still living two years ago? Thinking it was just a thing and now we back on it. On the same old shit. Are you on that list? Are you on the list where you think this thing is going to work itself out? And you just going to stay out the way and wait till it happens? All you on the list of wondering what the next move is because we all don't know. You can't even plan your next day. I tell you what list I'm on. I'm on the list where I'm gonna hit my uh legal marijuana and uh I'm gonna fire my fire pit 
make some hamburgers, and I'm going to sit back and watch what's really going to happen. <laughs> I ain't on no list. Because the only thing that can happen is that um, what they call uh, intervention, spiritual intervention, that's the only thing that can happen. We all know we ain't going to do nothing. We all know that. And we and not taking away from that we being educated, but we all know we ain't going to do nothing. They have shown us and shown us and shown us that they've made a total fool out of us by way of television, by way of education, by way of finances, by way of property rights, by way of uh, health care, by way of, uh, I can just go on and on. And us as a people still refuse to raise our hand. <clears throat> and smite what's been our what's been our issue. It turns out that's not our issue. We are because of what I've just said. If you are still suffering from your oppressor, then the oppressor is not your problem. Because it's like this. If somebody doing something to you all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, they pretty much predictable. And you ain't learned how to, you ain't learned their moves. You ain't learned how to turn, you know, drop your shoulder and duck. You ain't learned nothing after all this time. That's us. Over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. We march. We come up with these slogans. Black Lives Matters and I Can't Breathe. And, uh, you know, we do all that. But we never make a difference. So, what list are you on? I hope you're not on still on the list where you're thinking... Jesus is going to come back and do this and do that. No, 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 no. Let's grow up. Let's grow up. The man told you he did his job to completion. What reason besides end times that he has to come back just to fix your light bill? Jesus is not going to come back to fix your light bill. He's not going to give you the numbers to the lotto. He's not going to bring that man in your life. Because these are things you can do yourself. Jesus ain't coming back with all that mess. He ain't coming back uh, for the Cowboys to win. He ain't, you know, and and we put him, I mean, yeah, we, 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 we treat him like he's a lottery machine. And these are the things that y'all asking for. From a people that have been enslaved for 400 and something years, y'all asking for lottery numbers. You're asking for a new car. You're asking for your bills to be paid. You're asking for just, just begging. Stop begging. <laughs> Stop begging. And do something. 
But like I said, we ain't going to do something. So that means we have to wait for who you have faith in. And I think they're showing. And I think they're showing up. And I think they're actually here. And in, and, and in knowing so, y'all still want to think about Donald Trump if he going to jail? When them uh, people have shown up, them people that y'all been talking about and shouting and going on, saying you got the Holy Ghost, none of these people's here, y'all don't even want to acknowledge them. You still want to be talking about, you know. So so y'all on that list. Y'all on the imaginary list. I left that out, didn't The imagination list. Let's just imagine that all of this ain't happening. I can still go get my 40 hours of work. I can still go holler at Pastor, Pastor Jingles on Sunday. Pay my tithes. Because you can't go to hell if you don't pay your tithes. So I can keep on acting like ain't nothing going on. So if you're on that list, it's okay. If you're on that list, it's okay. If you're on any of the list that I said, it's okay. Because the thing about it is that uh, my mama say, once you, once you know better, you do better. And past that point of knowing, it's all on you, cat. You ain't going to be able to blame, blame it on Pastor Jenkins because you was a fool. You ain't going to be able to blame it on your job that you gave all your life to. You ain't going to be able to blame it on your gal that you went to work for. You ain't going to be able to blame it on none of them people. It's you. So what we want to do is, is that uh, we probably want to take a page from uh, the old school. As far as I know, we didn't have all these problems when Al Green was since. Yeah, we didn't have all them problems when Barry White was. Yeah. When Sam Cooke was. Yeah, we didn't have all these problems. When we, when women knew how to put bacon salt in their greens, we didn't have all these problems. It was other kind of problems. But seem like we uh when we got more, we uh our soul capacity was is less. You got more, but y'all ain't worth a damn with more. We were better when we were broke. We were damn. I mean, now now this is kind of far out. You can agree with me or not, but we were almost better in slavery. Yeah. Almost better. It was order. At the end of the night, you know where everybody was because they were chained up to you. You didn't have to worry about being late. Somebody woke your ass up. And when you were done with all your work, they put you back up where you wouldn't be harm to yourself or anybody else. Or try to run away. 
Now you have to ask yourself, what would the slaves say? These very people that we had so much feeling about. When I was at the museum, I had so much feeling for those people. But what would they say? What would a slave say to you if he could speak in your terms about the state of us now? They were killed, raped, maimed, mutilated, fed to alligators. I mean, all this. What what would you think they would say? That y'all did a great job? That y'all still fighting a good fight? That all their lives were were not in vain because y'all made a difference? I don't think they would say that. I think. that they would have a different story. Because I got a different story and I ain't no slave. I think Negroes squandered a whole three, four centuries. And because of that, I think uh, we're going to have a harder time fixing whatever we consider to be our problem. So I'm just telling all y'all, don't don't try to fix it. If you've been if you've been dependent on the Lord all this time, going and being a Christian and all that, saying the Lord, keep 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 believing that. If that's what you really truly believe. Because God said He's gonna take care of, you know, kids and you know, fools. So if you're really a fool, you I guess you're all right. But people, it's really time to stand up, not against whatever you think, but it's time to stand up for yourselves. You see, food is getting low. Uh, Everything that we use essentially is getting high. Electricity, gas, you know, everything, housing. So it's best to start standing up for yourself. Start growing your food. Start buying you some chickens and Start learning what farming is and learning what survival is because this is the revolution. And it is being televised. But if y'all want to stay in La La Land where they've had us for the last 50 years, go ahead. Because if you're not going to be a help, you're going to be a hindrance. So go ahead. So I urge you people to start growing your own food and start uh, cultivating your own land if you have it. You know, everything is high. Eggs, milk, gas. But they've yet not to raise the uh, cost of living where you can get paid more on your job that matches how much food costs and how much rent costs and how much clothes costs, how much Medicare costs. And they know it. Because I shit you not, everybody that makes those laws, they got good food. They got good housing. They got good Medicare. They got good all, every fucking thing. So they know what's needed. Can you dig it? Y'all don't ever see them trying to get some Obamacare. Or update their application. So you don't lose the shit. 
So I urge you to start growing you some tomatoes and some potatoes and some some uh, parsley, celery, whatever it is that you can make a meal out of, I suggest you get on it. Because uh, this is not a drill. This is the real deal, and it's happening before our face. So my point is, is that these uh, everyday idle uh, things, they give us to take away our attention. You know, Chris Rock getting slapped and all that kind of shit. It was real things happening during those times. When they said they shot down the UFO, it was real other shit happening during that time. When Donald Trump talking about going to jail, they're just another bone that they throwing us to take our attention away from what's really going on. So I suggest you not wait to find out what that really going on is. You might want to get together because they ain't going to tell you until it's too late. Now they're talking about taking TikTok off of uh, out of operations in the US, United States and it's because TikTok actually give you a platform to put the truth out there. But they want to continue to Facebook you and Instagram you where everything is fake. Hair, eyelashes, uh, eyes, skin tone, everything fake. But TikTok will give you everything real and not from just the U.S., from all parts of the world. And that's why they want to censor that. But TikTok has been on long, on long enough for people to uh, get enough to at least start waking up to, to uh, what's real on this planet, not just in the United States. If uh, pe- people in foreign countries would, would laugh at us, they do laugh at us because we only know what we know, this made-up society that we've you know, been you know, slave to. But people don't live like that all over the world. you know. And you would say, well, they love to come to America. You can wear shoes here. You got the internet and they got free porn. Yeah, sure enough. But they also got disease and crime and all these other things that kind of like balance out whatever good that, you know, you can get from being here. So I've been doing traveling and I've been trying to checking out everything and checking out people. And um, this is the year of what what the the uh, the year of Scorpio, right? The year of. uh, the year of uh okay the year of the rabbit this is the, the big start over this is the big reset and things have reset it has there's no doubt about things have reset there's no more of what you thought whatever you planned for 10 years ago you you could scrap that whatever you f- uh, planned 5 years ago you can scrap that whatever you planned Four years ago, you could scrap that because this is the big reset. Whatever things were two years ago, you won't probably won't see too many of them today. So if this is the big reset, why is everybody still kind of living like uh, this is just going to go away and we're going to get right back to what we know? You're not getting back to what you were doing. We're on a new thing now. Because the big reset is happening, and that means our government, that means our, that means nature, that means uh, everything that has been significant to us for the last 50 years, it's gone. 
or it's on its way out. So if you're still trying to hold on to yesterday, then that's where you would be in yesterday. So that's what's up with that. And uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> on a lighter note, um, I've been having folks asking for how how to get T-shirts and merchandise. So we got it. We got it. Uh, on a link there where you can get Norda T-shirts and uh, any other merchandise we might have. And we also have it to where you can chime in and uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. We also want to ask you to uh, subscribe and like on all uh, podcast genres, you know, um, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook. Go uh, look up one point motherfucking zero and become a member. And uh, if you want to get it directly, you go to the uh, the uh, Riverside app, download it, get you a membership, and you can catch us live every uh, Friday around eight here on one point motherfucking zero. Now we do have a special guest coming. Uh, I linked up with a uh, Channel Seventy Two Liquid Thoughts. And uh, we got um, a joint show that's about to happen. I'm putting it together where I'll be doing my podcast and they'll be doing their theirs basically at the same time. So we got some fun things going coming up. We're still going to be doing trips and traveling, and I'm going to add y'all in on that. And um, I would like for you to chime in and let me know any uh, subjects that you might want to talk about or that's important to you or that you find to be interesting. And uh, I guarantee you that I reply to you and I get it on. If you want to call in, you can come on screen doing one point motherfucking zero. And uh, I look forward to seeing you all and look forward to chatting with you and look forward to you becoming a, a follower here on one point motherfucking zero. Now, uh, now that I got all that out the way, um, just remember about the, the T-shirts and merchandise. You can get, now get T-shirts and merchandise from Dr. Shep. And we're going to continuously come out with new merchandise, new T-shirts, just to, you know, keep merchandise updated. And uh, let's see if if we could... Uh, hmm... What else did I, I need to talk about? I'm, I'm I'm leaving something out that I was thinking about earlier. Oh, oh. Now, this is what I want to custom. Here on One Point Motherfucking Zero, we are fans of R. Kelly. R. Kelly called into the 50-50 show, and he asked people to write letters, and he told his story on how he just been railroaded. And I believe the man, man. The man is worth millions of dollars. And and it was only when he started asking for his money that all this stuff come up. So y'all go to uh, Corey Holcomb's uh, site and get the address where you can write letters. I'm going to write my letter because I want my homeboy to be free. We ain't had no good music since R. Kelly's been gone. And that's what the problem is, man. 
y'all run around, y'all listen to this, kill each other, and, and sell dope, and, and, and fuck your girlfriend, and I'll fuck your girlfriend, and she'll fuck your girlfriend. All that shit is making you bad, man. There is no good music out there no more unless you get it underground. But we have R. Kelly, man, and if, you know, give him to me. He can come live with me, man, and I'll fix the nigga, man. Or give him back to the black. No, don't give him back to the black folk, because they the one sent him. Me and the Mexicans will take R. Kelly. <laughs> but give him back, and we'll take him back, and we'll go out. We'll go to old clubs, and maybe some old women will give him some pussy, and he'll be fixed then. You know what I'm saying? But I think that was his problem because his old-ass sister took him. So I don't know. We might be causing another problem. But give him back, and we'll figure it out. But he called into the 50-50 show, man, and he told what, what the real deal was, and I believed him. You know, because it is a conspiracy. And y'all don't know that, you know, you look at the rappers and you see how disposable they are to the record companies that back these people. And it ain't because it ain't it ain't a coincidence. They uh promote those guys to talk like they talk, talk about death, talk about killing, because that's what sells. And then when they die and they get killed, that means that the record company makes all that money. They continue to make the money off its sales from the albums, and they had insurance on the artists, so they get that money, and most likely they'll end up with all the rights of his music because, you know, his family probably ain't had no insurance on him. He ain't had no insurance on himself or whatever, however it goes. But this is the game. So R. Kelly figured that out. He signed contracts when he was basically in duress. The man couldn't read, Okay. He didn't know what he was signing. You know what I'm saying? He depended on other people to tell him what was going on. And as soon as he figured that out, that he was only making money off of uh, concerts, then that's when everything came down to what it is now. Because most of those ladies that were actually on Surviving R. Kelly have recanted their story and said that they were paid to say these things. And now they're angry because the money that they were promised they didn't get. Now they're telling the truth. So y'all free R. Kelly, man. Cause we need some more good music out here. Now, if we got to keep him on home arrest and keep him in the studio, we'll do that. But y'all let the man go, man. And I'll tell you what. Y'all can have Bobby Brown. You can take him. You can have Lil Wayne. You can have one of the babies. Not both of the babies. You can have one of the babies, you know what I'm saying? You can take him. Y'all can have Oprah, all of Oprah. We don't care what y'all do with her. Y'all can have Oprah, you can have Stedman, and you have a friend, a Gail. Package deal, we'll give them to you for cheap. But y'all please give me back R. Kelly. Then y'all got Lionel Richie. Damn. Can we have something? Give us back R. Kelly. And we'll take care of it from that. Hey, look, man, I want to thank y'all for chiming in to one point motherfucking zero. This is our third show, man. And uh, we're moving up. I'm asking y'all to follow and subscribe. And I'm asking you to uh, look at our merch and uh, purchase some of that merch to support our channel here on one point motherfucking zero. This is where we go live, man, and we do our thing. And every week I'm going to try to come with some uh, content that you can enjoy, that you can respond to, 
And y'all just keep chiming in every Friday. I want to thank my producer, Kay, for hanging in there with me. Um, and I also want to give a big shout out to my sister, my, all my sisters, Katie, Lisa, and all them. They're, they're my biggest fans. They're my, uh, almost my only fans right now. But we moving up. <laughs> but we moving up. And I want to thank y'all for chiming in again here on One Point motherfucking zero where it goes down every friday man and we're about to close out and as always i close out with coming back across the track once again my friend i walked on water i walked on land i got kings and queens that want to shake my hand who am i the doctor take one of these and call me in the morning we out Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, moving around.